Welcome to the Little Learner Storytime podcast from Orem Public Library. Are you ready to play? Let's go! Hello, friends. My name is Miss Amy, and I'm so happy you have come to play today. I hope that you have your special grown-up with you. Doing story time together with your special grown-up is so important because interacting with each other and doing the activities together are what will make the biggest difference in how much fun you have and how well you learn the important skills we'll be practicing. So lean over and give your special grown-up a big hug and tell them thank you for coming and playing with you today. Thank you. I am so excited because right now, in the place where I live, it is summertime. Is it summer at your house right now? How do you know if it is summertime? Let's go outside. I bet if we use our five senses, we can tell if it's summer where you are living. Do you know what your five senses are? The five senses are... First, our eyes that can see. Can you point to your eyes? Good job. Our ears that hear. Okay, point to your ears. Very good. Our mouths that taste. Point to your mouth. Our fingers that touch and feel. Can you wiggle your fingers? Oh, wonderful. And your nose that can smell. Can you touch the end of your nose? You are awesome. Our bodies are so amazing. Okay, I'm standing outside. Using your big, beautiful eyes, what do you see? I have a special song. It goes like this. Summer, summer, what can you see when it's summertime? Summer, summer, what can you see outside? Okay, we're using our eyes. If it's summertime, you might be seeing lots of green trees and plants and grass, beautiful, colorful flowers, gardens that are growing fruits and vegetables, and lots of people playing outside. Can you think of something else you might see with your eyes during the summertime? Oh, that is a great answer. Now let's use our ears to see what we can hear. You have to be very quiet to listen. What do you think we'll hear? Let's sing our little song. Summer, summer, what can you hear when it's summertime? Summer, summer, what can you hear outside? Let's play a game. I'm going to play some different sounds of things you might hear outside during the summertime. See if you can guess what is making these sounds. Okay, here is our first sound. 
What was making that sound? That's right! It was birds chirping! You are very smart. Okay, here is our next sound. Listen very carefully. Hmm, that's a tough one. Do you know what insect makes that noise in the summertime? That's right! That sound is made by crickets chirping. Here is our last sound. This can be a loud sound, but it makes pretty colors in the sky. See if you can guess what it is. Did you guess the sound? You are absolutely right. Those were fireworks. You did such a great job playing our game. Give yourself a big round of applause. What is the weather like when it is summertime? How does it feel outside? Can you sing our song with me? Summer, summer, what can you feel when it's summertime? Summer, summer, what can you feel outside? During the summertime, it gets hot outside. The sun can shine very brightly and make things feel really warm when we touch them. The sidewalk might be hot without our shoes, or the car might be really hot when we get inside. Because it gets so hot, we usually wear special clothes during the summertime. Let's play another game. I'm going to name a piece of clothing. If it is something you would wear during the summertime when it's hot, give me a thumbs up! If I say a piece of clothing that you wouldn't wear when it's hot outside, give me a thumbs down. I can tell you're ready to play our game. Here is our first item of clothing. A swimming suit. If you would wear a swimming suit outside when it's hot, give me a thumbs up. If you wouldn't wear a swimming suit outside, Give me a thumbs down. What was your answer? Great job! You're right! Thumbs up! Here is your next piece of clothing. A warm coat. Thumbs up or thumbs down? You did a great job! You're right! A warm coat wouldn't be a good thing to wear when it's hot outside. How about a pair of shorts? Give me a thumbs up if you would wear shorts outside when it's summer, or a thumbs down if maybe you wouldn't wear shorts during the summer. You're right! Shorts would be a great thing to wear when it's hot outside. 
Okay, here's our last one. What about a pair of gloves for your hands? Thumbs up or thumbs down? You are so good at this game. A pair of gloves would make our hands too hot. I want you and your special grown-up to hit the pause button and keep playing this game for a couple of minutes. Take turns saying an item of clothing and give a thumbs up if it's something you would wear in the summer or thumbs down if it's something that would be too hot to wear. Are you ready? Hit the pause button now! How did you do? Did you think of some tricky things? This is a fun game that you can play with your special grown-up anywhere. Well, I want to take a little break from using our five senses to tell you a special story about a boy named Oliver. Oliver was so excited because it was summertime and his family was going on vacation. They were going to visit his grandma and grandpa, who had bought a new house out in the country. The last time that Oliver had visited his grandma and grandpa, there had been snow outside. Even though it was cold outside, they had so much fun sledding down the big hill, ice skating on the frozen pond, and building snowmen out in the yard. He couldn't wait to go back. After a long ride in the car, Oliver and his parents finally arrived at Grandma and Grandpa's house. As they pulled up to the house, Oliver noticed it looked really different. The last time he had been to the house, it had been covered with snow and the trees had no leaves on them. Now the ground around the house was covered with green grass and the trees had lots and lots of leaves on them. When he got out of the car, he could hear birds chirping and could smell the roses growing next to the front door. Wow, thought Oliver, is this the same house? Oliver was so happy to be with his grandma and grandpa. He loved being in their new house, and he noticed that things inside the house looked the same as last time. But instead of giving Oliver hot chocolate like the last time he had visited, Grandma gave him a big glass of cold lemonade. Why were some things the same and some things so different? Early the next morning, Oliver's grandpa woke him up early and asked if he wanted to go help him pick blueberries to make pancakes for breakfast. Oliver quickly got dressed and went to meet grandpa downstairs. He wondered if they could go sledding down the big hill or build a snowman like they did last time. But when he walked out the back door, the big hill wasn't covered with snow anymore and the sleds were gone. Grandpa noticed Oliver's sad face and asked, Oliver, what's wrong? Grandpa, I wanted to go sledding down the big hill, but it looks different. There's no snow. Oh, you're right, said Oliver's grandpa. The snow has all melted, but do you know what we can do when the hill is covered with grass instead of snow? 
Oliver shook his head and watched as his grandpa walked to the top of the hill with a big smile on his face. Next thing he knew, Grandpa had laid down on the grass and was rolling down the hill. Whee! shouted Grandpa. Oliver started to giggle. He wanted to roll down the hill like Grandpa. It looked like so much fun. A few minutes later, still giggling from rolling fast down the big grassy hill, Oliver and his grandpa picked up their buckets and headed down the trail toward the pond. The trail looked so different than the last time Oliver had visited. Instead of bare, pokey branches and quiet snow, the trail had bushes and wildflowers, and he saw little chipmunks scampering back and forth. Why had things changed so much at Grandma and Grandpa's new house? Soon, they came to some big bushes with lots and lots of big, juicy blueberries hanging on them. Grandpa showed Oliver how to pick the blueberries and put them in the bucket. Oliver liked to pick the blueberries, but he liked to put them in his mouth instead of the bucket. Suddenly, Oliver heard a funny sound. He stopped picking blueberries and looked around. Grandpa, what is that funny sound? Oliver asked. It's the frogs at the pond, Grandpa answered. Frogs? At the pond? Oliver was confused. But Grandpa, last time I was here, I didn't hear any frogs. Where did they come from? They were hibernating. That means they were having a long nap because it was so cold outside. The last time you came to visit, it was winter time. But now it's summer, and that means there are lots of things that have changed. You mean like the grass and flowers and trees instead of empty branches and the snow that's gone? Oliver asked. Yes, answered his grandfather. During the summertime, we can see and hear and feel and smell lots of new and different things. But in a few months, things will change again and winter will come back. Then we will see and hear and feel and smell new winter things. This is called the seasons. Oliver was starting to understand why things seemed the same but also different at Grandma and Grandpa's house. Their house didn't change but the world outside their house had. Oliver missed the fun things they had done last time he visited. But then he thought about rolling down the grassy hill and seeing the flowers and chipmunks and tasting the yummy blueberries and hearing the frogs croaking. And he decided he liked their house in all the different times of the year. Grandpa, Oliver said with a big blueberry smile, can we go see the frogs at the pond? Absolutely, answered Grandpa. And then I'll race you back to the house for blueberry pancakes. Doesn't that sound like a wonderful vacation? Oliver got to visit his grandma and grandpa and discover lots of new things at their house. I bet during the summer you will have some new adventures too. Maybe you'll go on a vacation or go on a hike or go swimming. Maybe you'll have popsicles and watermelon and lemonade. Maybe you'll swing in a hammock or go fishing. When you are having a new adventure, stop and see if you can tell your special grown-up what you 
see with your eyes and hear with your ears, smell with your nose, taste with your mouth, and feel with your hands. Using your five senses will help you learn new words, discover lots of new things around you, and help you remember the experiences that you are having. Do you ever eat watermelon in the summertime? I love how watermelon tastes. I like to eat the watermelon when it's really cold. It tastes so sweet on my tongue. Did you know that some watermelons have seeds in them? Would you like to play a watermelon seed counting game with me? Great! First, let's practice counting to 10. Hold your fingers up, and we're going to count with our fingers to 10. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Excellent counting. Okay, here's how we play our game. First, we're going to do a little rhyme. It goes like this. One juicy slice of watermelon, one yummy slice for me. One juicy slice of watermelon, how many seeds do you see? Then, your special grown-up is going to hold up a certain number of fingers for you to count. Okay, special grown-up, choose a number and hold up that many fingers. Okay, now it is your turn to count. How many watermelon seed fingers do you see? Nice job! Now let's say the rhyme again, and this time you get to hold up fingers for your special grown-up to count. One juicy slice of watermelon, one yummy slice for me. One juicy slice of watermelon, how many seeds do you see? Are you holding up some fingers? Special grown-ups, it's your turn to count. Good job! Another way you can play this game is by having both of you hold up a number with your fingers at the same time and see who has the biggest number or smallest number. Counting objects is such a great way to practice our numbers. I hope you are doing lots of counting during the day. Friends, you have done an amazing job today. I have learned so many new things. I hope you have too. Summertime is such a wonderful season with so many incredible things to see and experience and do. Thank you so much for coming and playing with me today. Grown-ups, please stay tuned at the end of this podcast for a special five-minute segment called Behind the Story, where we'll talk about some of the skills we use today in story time and how you can extend this learning and fun into everyday activities with your child. Before we go, I want to teach you our special homework song. 
In this song, we sing about five important things we should be doing every single day in order to help our brains grow and be ready for learning to read and write. Are you ready? It goes like this. Read and write, sing and play, talk with me all day. These are the five things we do. Our brains will grow this way. Be sure to check out our website at www.oramlibrary.org forward slash storytime for virtual storytime videos, activity boards, lists of great books to check out, and more. I hope you have had a wonderful time today. I know I have. I love it when you come to play. I'll see you next time here at Little Learner Storytime. Bye! special behind the story segment. I really love this opportunity to talk with you about your amazing child and all of the different ways they are learning, especially in these critical years from zero to five years old. Did you know a child's brain undergoes more growth during this stage of life than at any other time? We are literally laying the foundation with our young children for their future success in learning at school and throughout their lives. At birth, a baby's brain is about a quarter the size of an average adult's brain, but it will double in size during that first year. By age three, the brain has grown to 80% capacity, and by age five, it will be nearly full grown. This represents an astounding period of development, growth, and learning, and a real opportunity for us as their parents and caregivers to contribute in really meaningful and significant ways. While this may sound overwhelming, I promise it's not. Over the last few months in this podcast, we've discussed the five early literacy practices of reading, writing, singing, playing, and talking that form the important foundation during this period. We've also discussed ideas for how to implement these practices into your everyday lives and activities. It is literally through the simple, ordinary, everyday moments and interactions with your child that you are building the strongest, most resilient brains. Research clearly shows that the most important influence on a child's brain development is the loving relationships they build with responsive, dependable adults. From birth, children seek opportunities to engage with the significant people in their life by cooing, smiling, crying, and eventually talking. A child's behavior also sends clues about what they need and again offers opportunities for caregivers to be responsive. This serve and return process is absolutely critical to the wiring of a child's brain. Spending time every day reading with your child, doing different writing activities, engaging in meaningful conversations, singing together and playing, not only strengthen the relationship between the parent and child, but create positive experiences that children will associate with learning. When they're sitting on your lap, cuddled up with you reading a book, they will associate those feelings that they had during that time with the process of reading. 
when they're playing with you and you're having fun and giggling, they will look back on those things that they were learning and doing with such positive feelings and such positive memories. These are what create the foundation of being excited to go to school and learn. Using the five senses is a great way to interact with your children in lots of different situations. When you are going someplace new, when you're experiencing something new, take a moment, stop and ask your children to describe what they are seeing, what they are hearing, what they're feeling with their hands, what they're tasting and what they are smelling. This will give your children valuable opportunities to use language, to use vocabulary, and to really cement the memories and the experiences that they are having. Building a strong relationship with your child and helping their brains to grow is a process that is happening every day in the most amazing, wonderful, and natural ways. You are doing the most important work in helping your child's brain be what it needs to be in order to continue learning and growing and having amazing experiences. Thank you for all that you are doing. And above all else, remember to have fun. Share the things that you love with your child. They will feel that love and excitement. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time.